Welcome to the potty, bang bang. It's Claytron, AKA the big boss man, AKA the milkman, because I always deliver, AKA the PhD of podcasting, AKA the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Man, we have got a lot of shit to cover today. First, I want to, um, I want to get straight into the uh, the charity event this Friday. Jordan Biggie Steffens, friend of the show, dual friend of the show, will be pulling a plane to raise funds for craniofacials. So children that um, have accidents or any sort of uh, deformities on their face and have to get surgery to get it all fixed up. Um, there's a doctor in South Australia, who is the best at what he does uh, to help correct that. So, yeah, Jordan Biggie Steffens will be pulling a plane at the Adelaide airport this Friday, the 6th of July, my last day at work. Um, So, go to craniofacial.com, check the link in the episode description, Uh, donate whatever you can. I had some trouble with the website, so uh, if you have any issues, just scroll to the bottom of the page and grab the phone number and donate over the phone. Um, Anything over a couple of dollars is tax refundable, so don't forget about that. I know it's a new financial year, so you won't be seeing it for another 360 days, but um, just do what you can. Uh, Let's raise money for this. This is a huge, huge event, Um, Adelaide local uh, I know this is a worldwide podcast, but I'm from Adelaide. I'm in Adelaide. Um, pulling a, a Boeing 737 in an attempt to raise $50,000 for charity. So get around craniofacial.com.au and donate where you can. Now, um, yes, a lot, a lot has been going on in NBA free agency. A lot. It's only... It's only been uh, signings allowed um, for a couple of days. It opened up, but there is a lot to discuss. So, uh, money making Mitch, you know what to do. First thing that happened was uh, Paul George of the OKC Thunder attended a private party hosted by Russell Westbrook. Everybody in attendance had to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. Means you're not allowed to talk about this shit or I can sue your ass, okay? Um, And Paul George, uh, you know, Celebrating and all this, uh, smoking cigars. You know it's off season. Let's do what. Let's do what we do. Let's let our hair down, relax a little bit. Uh, he decided uh, to announce that he had unfinished business in OKC, and he will be going back. Um, now he signed a four-year deal for 130 million dollars. That's a max deal. Um, so 
congrats Paul George, get that money, but you ain't gonna win shit in OKC. I don't care what pieces you add. Um, no one's winning with Russell Westbrook. And I feel like it was a strange thing to say, unfinished business, because I don't know what type of business you're, 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 you intend on finishing, bruh. It's just, it ain't gonna happen. Um, no, no. Especially with some of the other signings that I will talk about in this segment. I've been messaging Steve, uh, Steve Calvin Fresh, uh, Mr. Calvin Fresh, Creme de la Creme, Calvin Coombe. Okay, Steve Coombe. The, uh, the guest that has been, that came on during the playoffs for the critical episodes. And, um... Uh, we have been talking about a lot of this. So a lot of this information will be coming from uh, our NBA insider, uh, unofficial NBA insider, um, but he's not able to uh, to make it onto the show tonight. So he's given me, he has given me the insight and I'm just reporting on it. Okay. Um, so let's, let's move on to Lance Stevenson. Okay, the man, the myth, the legend, Lance Stevenson once blew in LeBron James's ear. No, Bruno, blew like whew, in LeBron James' ear, trying to get in his head. He's been an irritant of LeBron James, and uh, he he has signed. A one-year deal with the Lakers. Now, Clay, why are you talking about LeBron James and, and how this affects him? I'll tell you why. Because LeBron James signed a four-year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. $154 million over four years. Um, Go ahead. He's left his hometown for the second time. Uh, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, chase, chase those rings. Try and chase the greatness that is Michael Jordan, who won six for six finals with one team. Oh, that team was stacked. Okay, did he move to Miami? Hmm. Let me not get into that right now. Uh, but LeBron James is with the LA Lakers playing alongside Lance, probably... His most annoying nemesis. So he's probably very happy to be playing with Lance rather than against him. It will be entertaining to see Lance and LeBron celebrate together and do all their handshakes and shit. Um, another piece to that team is JaVale McGee. Uh, run in the middle. Give and go. Bung bung. He played his role well with uh, Golden State. Won a championship and has decided to sign a deal with the Lakers. Um, that's fine. That's fine. Like, that's a good little setup you got there, but you still, I don't know. I don't know about everyone else, the rookies and all this. I don't know what's happening. Oh, excuse me. Yawning. My man, um, Lonzo Ball, you know, I'm a huge fan. Um, he's done his meniscus, so he's out until, uh, pre uh, training camp. Um, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the Lakers do. I, I think they'll make playoffs. They won't be making finals. It was a strange move coming out west for LeBron because I don't think that they're taking down Golden State, especially once you hear the news 
that I have for you motherfuckers um who else do we have uh there's a lot of stuff that's happened but I don't want to talk about every single thing like the names that we don't really care about Chris Paul um I don't know Hall of Fame point guard probably He's re-signed with Houston for four years for $160 million. What? That is insane money. Unfathomable to me. Unfathomable. 160 over four. I'm not so great with mathematics, okay? But I feel like that's $40 million a year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, He's 33... He's 33 years old. He's missed at least, at the very least, 20 games in the last two seasons. Uh, yeah, I don't know, bro. So he's going to be playing till he's 37. Yeah, I guess, I mean, take the money, but I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's who you pay, you know? I don't know that, yeah, like... Is he going to bring you a potential title? I don't know. They did seem to... um, I think they took Golden State to seven games, which is a feat in itself. Uh, but I don't know. I don't think... I don't think they have it in them, especially with the moves that the Warriors have been making. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Relax. Right? So, Houston... You know, they've, they've re-signed CP3. What else? What else? Aaron Baines, I will say this one because he's Australian, fellow Aussie. Um, Aaron Baines re-signed, re-signed, almost said resigned, re-signed with the Celtics for a two-year deal, $11 million, $5.5 million per year for the layman. Um, so, uh, good work. Way to get that cheddar. And you might be running the East for a number of years now that LeBron's gone. It's down to you and Toronto. And um, yeah, I think I think you can get Toronto. So as long as your boys stay healthy, um, and we've got no news on Kawhi Leonard yet, but you could get him if they trade Gordon Haywood, and that would be something special. We'll see. We'll see. Um, DeAndre Jordan, the Mavericks have been infatuated with this guy for years. They had him, they had him on a, uh, verbal deal a couple years back and the Clippers managed to, uh, talk him out of it, come back to the Clips. Nothing happened with the Clips. Nothing ever will. Nothing ever, uh, did. Um, but... Now he's verbally agreed to a deal uh, around the $24 million mark. I don't know how many years, but $24 million, maybe two, maybe two. Uh, fuck, maybe one. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we'll see if that goes through. I think that's a good system for DeAndre Jordan. They run a lot of pick and rolls. And if he goes there... He could eventually probably get a max and retire there when he's about 45 because they, um, they're good with the longevity of Santa's careers down in uh, Dallas. Um, now, 
Jeremy Grant, I'll talk about because I played against him in college. He re-signed with the Thunder for three years, $27 million. Um, that's a bit sad that I played against that man and he earns $27 million in three years. And I earn $27 in three years. Uh, Phoenix Suns signed Trevor Ariza and used all their cap space. So, I mean, that's good for him. Uh, he's a savvy vet playing around a lot of young kids. He can, he's a champion. So he can bring a lot of uh, knowledge and a lot of action. He's, he's still got it. He's still got it. Um, so he left Houston, who had the best record in the league, and he joined Phoenix, who had the worst record in the league. But, I mean, mentoring Josh Jackson, Devin Booker, and the uh, newly drafted DeAndre Ayton, I think Phoenix is on the rise, and I think it's this year. I think it's this year. Oh, oh, actually, I forgot who their coach is, and I'm not. I'm not sure. Not sure. Anyway, uh, Doug McDermott, my, uh, I've got to talk on him. I know he's not a, a star, but my my ex bull, um, Dougie Mack has signed a three year deal for twenty two million at the Pacers. Shout out to D Mac. Uh, Mac Buckets. We got Derek Rose, youngest MVP of the league, uh, has signed a one-year deal with the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, for $2.2 million. It is a long fall from the top, but he's still in the game, and I hope, he, uh, I hope he's happy. He never looks happy, man. Gerald Green has re-signed to Houston, uh, one-year deal for $2.4 million. Now, Clay, you're talking about all these fucking spuds can you please tell us what you were talking about with um, Golden State Warriors? Yes, I can. I can fucking tell you. I'm talking about LeBron and Lance not getting by Golden State next year. One, their system is dope. Two, um... LeBron's team that he's assembled just is in that hard, bro. Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee? What? And, like, LeVar Ball? Well, <laughs> LeVar Lonzo. Uh, Jesus Christ. And I wonder if I said LeVar earlier in the episode. God, I'm retarded sometimes. Sometimes I wonder why the fuck you cats even listen to this podcast. And I know all the women have either hit plus 15, 20 times or... Uh, turned this one off, but I don't give a fuck. Sometimes I'm going to come in here and give you guys the knowledge. Okay. Now, uh, what did the Warriors do? JaVale McGee left and signed with the Lakers. So you're like, shit, they, they need a center or do they? Because they kind of play positionless basketball. They went and signed themselves a center. Who'd they sign? DeMarcus Cousins, an all-star from last year, a fucking all-star. You run, you run into the Golden State Warriors, and you tell me that you're confident in yourself to beat them. If they're firing on all cylinders, I see a seventy-four plus win season on the horizon. Listen to this starting five: Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant. 
uh, Boogie Cousins and uh, 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 Green. Draymond Green. What? Oh my god. That's, yo. Good luck. That's an, bro, their, their starting, their starting five is going to be in the all-star game. Their starting five is going to be the starting five of the West in the all-star game. Why, why would I even watch the NBA this season? Because I love basketball and I can't leave it alone. Yes. Yes. But if I cared about something else, there's no way I'd be watching this shit. I already, I could put the house on them winning next year. Oh my God. And Rajon Rondo has signed with the Lakers as well. So there's another, um, another signing for you, LeBron. Uh, so are you just trying to get together a bunch of scrubs and, and do what you did with Cleveland last year? Lose in the final. Well, you'll lose in the Western Conference Finals if you get there. You know, if the, if Golden State doesn't knock you out before the Western Conference Finals, it will be Houston knocking you out. There's just no way. The West's tough. The West is too tough. Shit. That is all for the update on the uh, NBA free agency. But tonight, today, whatever, whatever you're listening to it, this episode, we have got a fantastic guest. Big L Connoisseur. Big L Expert. CFS firefighter, uh, accountant. He is uh, like the dose Akis man, the most interesting man in the world. He doesn't drink, but I'd prefer to have a conversation with him anytime than a drunk man. This guy can talk. He knows a little bit about everything. He's like me, but he doesn't have a PhD. He's just, he's probably got a master's degree or something, um, you know, post-grad. But um, that's fine. That's fine. He knows how to talk. And uh, we call him... We call him the dump truck. Because he's always... Dropping loads of knowledge. He's like a U-Haul van. Just unloading knowledge on you cats. So uh, please welcome... To the show. Make him feel at home. My friend... Samuel... Hackendorf. Yo, fuck all the glamours and glitz I plan to get rich I'm from New York and never was a fan of the Knicks And I'm all about expanding my chips You mad cause I was in the van with your bitch With both hands on her tits Hold your own, hold the throne, that you know in your heart I got style, plus the way that I be flowing is sharp A while back I used to hustle, selling blow in the park Counting G-stacks and rocking ice that glow in the dark Forever, hotty hunting I'm half expecting you to come in with like, yeah, yeah Like those, the anchor people did a warm up, like Peter, Peter, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Unique New York. Yeah, <laughs> the human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> what are you binging? What am I binging? Yeah. Um, actually, I thought of this the other day because I listened to one of your podcasts and um, you, I heard you talking about Luther. Right? Yes. And <laughs> yeah, so I've been going around doing my own style like Luther shit, like holding people over balconies, trying to work out who actually recommended me that show because I couldn't... I don't remember who it was. There's someone at work that I talked to a lot about shows and I was like, it could have been her. And then like I got a few other friends I always talked to about shows and I couldn't work out who it was. And I'm like, someone fucking recommended it to me. I didn't just watch... I, I don't really watch stuff just out of the blue. And then, uh, yeah, I heard you talk about it. I was like, 
fuck, that was Clay. And then... You could have been housemate Dan, because I was... He could he, he's Yeah, and then I realised you two were, like, going on about yeah. it. I'm like, okay, that's it. Fuck, yeah. So have you been watching it? Yeah, I'm done. I watched the whole thing. Oh, yeah. did, you, did you rate it? Yeah, the long weekend. I started on Friday night, and then I watched the whole weekend, spent watching oh, it. Oh, yeah. Watched all of it. It's, so good. It was, um... Yeah... It's it weird, cool. like, season three's got, like, two episodes. That was bizarre. I was yeah. like, all right, here we go, another, like, eight hours of shows, yeah. and it was, like, all wrapped up. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was cool. I well, liked there's, it. There's more, there's more, there's more seasons. What, coming out? Or are they done? I think one's definitely done, and I think there's more coming. Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon Idris Elba is James Bond? Do you reckon he pull it off? I heard, yeah, they said he was too street for uh, too James street, Bond. Too street, yes. Yeah. Um, I reckon it would, it would have been sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I thought it would be awesome. It, he's just got that kind of, um cool you know like yeah. thing about him like he's he, he's cool under pressure type thing that's like the James Bond kind of signature you know that yeah. everything else is going around him he's like cool but yeah yeah I didn't I was pretty disappointed with that too straight yeah yeah it's, it's a bullshit excuse I've been uh, what have I been watching we've got into this new well I, I don't think it's new but the new thing we've started to watch on Netflix is called The Killers The Killers I think it got recommended after we finished Luther yeah. Yeah. Um, no one of note in it. Some redhead and some, like, tall dude. <laughs> What's it about? Like a murder that uh-huh. they're trying to solve. A teenage girl gets murdered and they're just trying to solve this murder. Oh, right. So it's just one... Instead of, like, Luther having, like, a different thing to do every episode, yeah. like, it's just one long story. I right. Think. Okay. Um, I've also been watching... Well, re-watching Workaholics. Because <laughs> I think that's... Hilarious. I've watched about two episodes of it and it just didn't quite... Yeah, it keeps st- getting, like, recommended to me and I'm like... Too oh, stupid? Yeah. No, nah, not even too stupid, but, like, it just, like... It just didn't hit the mark, you know. Yeah. Like it, it, I, I can, I watch it. and I'm like, that, that is funny. Like I can understand that's funny, mm. but it just doesn't quite. Not my, I don't know, not my style of humor. So yeah. it's, it's a pass for me, unfortunately. And I've also been watching Billions. Billions. Yes, have you heard of it? Never heard of it. No, it's on Stan. Oh, well, uh, I think it's a Showtime show, but um, it's pretty much. It's not. Yeah, it's these like guys that have um, what are they called? Billions. Um, yeah, but like they have <laughs> stock uh, trade yeah, okay. businesses or whatever. Yeah. Stockbrokers. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and they're all, you know, doing their little dirty shit as they probably do in real life. Yeah, the, okay. the attorney general is, you know, trying to trying to catch him and um, get him like banned or whatever. Right. And so it's just like constant war between the attorney general and like this one dude that's like the main billionaire in the business yeah. that everybody's like trying to be or trying okay. to look down or whatever and um I like it I'm not like big into that kind of stuff generally but um yeah I've been been getting into it a little bit yeah. but I'm watching it by myself so I've got to like be home alone pretty much to watch that's it that's like my like if I my partner she does not want to watch a show it's, yeah. it's, gonna be, it's so hard for me to watch it I have yeah. to watch it like once she's gone to bed like first thing in the morning like yeah. sneaking around <laughs> behind her back trying to <laughs> binge this show <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, but that's, that's what I'm getting into at the moment. I haven't seen any movies lately. It was the last movie you saw. Honestly, um, I watched Popstar again with Eddie Sandberg. Never stop, never stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a dumb movie, but it was, it's, it's actually quite, it's quite good. Like, I, it is, it's, it's, it is. it's really good. And it's, I think it's underrated. Like I, it, I didn't even see it in the cinemas or anything like that, and it was yeah. it was actually a very it was like really funny. I think movie. with a title like that, <laughs> yeah. you're underselling yourself. Yeah, for sure. Because it seems so dumb. 
Yeah. And I, I think I would have skipped it if you if you didn't tell me to watch it. I would have just been like, oh, Andy Samberg is being Andy Samberg again. Like, yeah. Whatever. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, this is fucking it was gold. good. Yeah. Like, and even the songs, like obviously it's Lonely Island, but the songs were all super catchy. Yeah. Like, it was just like, yeah, I, I was pretty blown away. And yeah. then I watched, um, uh, it was on Netflix. It's got um, Seth Rogen, uh, Gordon... Joseph Gordon-Levitt, whatever his name is. Ah, uh, the last... Ah, uh, is a Christmas one. Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. what is that called? Um, The Night Before? Yeah, it's something like that. The Night Before, that's yeah. what it is, yeah. And uh, I watched uh, the first 20 minutes, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, fell asleep yeah. for about 45 minutes. Woke up to this scene of Seth Rogen, like, really high, and he's picked up the wrong phone or something. Yeah! And he's, <laughs> and he's getting... <laughs> This dick pics, <laughs> he's like, "Do you want to suck a dick?" He's like, "I don't know. I've never, I've never sucked a dick before." And I woke up and I was just pissing myself laughing. And then, like, just after that, I fell asleep. I think because I was sick, and I fell asleep again. And so for that, like, half an hour, forty minutes, I've seen of it. Like, really good movie. The rest yeah. of me shit, but it was, it was, it was pretty good. It was, <laughs> it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I haven't, I haven't finished it. I, uh, I think I just started watching it one night and turn it off like went to bed but I'll definitely I'll definitely finish it it's yeah. so fucking funny <laughs> when he's wigging out I don't know if you saw this bit but in the um, limousine when he first like the mushrooms first hit him <sighs> I was in and out of it um, I don't know if I saw that bit uh, but the I don't know the name of that actor the black guy he's in like um, he was in Ant-Man I think maybe I don't know but he he goes um like you look, you look weird or something, and he and he tries to straighten his face out, and he's just like, "Do I look normal now?" And he's just like, "No, that's much worse." <laughs> and, uh, he's because he yeah, he took all those mushrooms and then tried to take some coke to even himself out in the um in the club room before, and he was just tweaking. Um, new hip hop news. Oh, what do you got for dude, me, dude? What do you? Ah, oh, shit. Um, well, you spoke about it last week, and I don't even know how to pronounce his name. XXX10... Uh, yes, so... Are I you pronouncing it right, or am I... Like, Tentacion. Tentacion. So people, people say extension. Those people... Oh, extension are wrong. There it is. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if it's triple X Tentacion oh. or XXX Tentacion. Yeah. So yeah. I sort of go between those things, but it's not extension. Yeah. <laughs> That is for sure. Like that other rapper um, that's in the same kind of scene, uh, six nine, but it's spelled the number six. I X. I X nine. Yeah, I, I yeah, and yeah. it's like, how do you pronounce? Do you do a six six <laughs> X nine I? Yeah, like, six six nine <laughs> I. Um, and then there's a rapper called Black, but it's six lack. Oh. And um, Rachel's <laughs> like, oh. Oh, I've got this this awesome new song to play you by this guy called Six Lack, and I was like, I'm not listening <laughs> yeah. to it until you know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's to, like catch up people that are just not cool. Like yeah. if you pronounce it wrong, it's kind of like an indicator like this person is not not in the scene. You're man. white. Yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> but um, yeah, there's that video of the guy who was involved in. Triple uh, X tensions murder. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a video that he put up of him bragging about it, and he's uh, he's like, oh we stole like ten bands from you man like it's um it's pretty wild and he uh, I think he got I, th- 
think they arrested him. He had warrants out for for other stuff anyway, but I think they arrested him and um, it was pretty dumb because it was like, well, you were like bragging about doing it and then you got caught. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? So, and I, I couldn't find it on, um, I couldn't find it on anything. I saw it on Reddit the other day and then it kind of disappeared. It was just like, it was a link to someone's Twitter and then after that it was just gone. Yeah, I, um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. These cats are so fucking... These young rappers are so... I don't know. I think they're like... I don't know. I'm not going to call them fake gangsters before one of them comes and kills me. They're like... <laughs> you get shot in the head. <laughs> you get 10 bands stolen from you. <laughs> like, Takashi 6 9 was talking shit about Chief Keef and was like... Like, on social media, he's, like, real social media heavy, and he's like, yeah. if you're going to come kill me, like, come kill me, this is where I'll be. Yeah. And so it's like, well, if he dies, then Chief Keefe's, di- like... Looking pretty. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. looking pretty guilty yeah. at that stage, so... Yeah. Um, that's... Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why someone would say they did it if they didn't, other than likes and comments and it's almost like that hey like it's um it's like a weird movie where you know social media becomes like the driving thing for black mirror did you ever watch yeah that's exactly what i was thinking it's like that where like rap can only be kind of um peddled through social media there's no other medium and it's and to be a successful rapper you've got to get heaps of like like yeah heaps of volume on social media because they're posting shit and it's like what like that is insane what you're yeah. writing what you are you're just trying to kind of start these like riffs for like no reason other than to just get yourself in there and I know that rap has been doing that since forever but this just is yeah but odd. usually it's like real ish kind of shit like yeah. like east versus west or yeah. whatever like um you know Tupac Biggie Nas Jay-Z King of New York like I'm the king no I'm yeah, the king yeah yeah so like they like shit like that, but this is like I'm not up on it because I don't really listen to the music either. Yeah. Like, from the new guys, so like I don't care as much to know why they're beefing, but yeah. it just doesn't seem like it's over any anything real. Yeah. Like, it just seems it, it, like it just seems like it's made up just yeah. for the hell of it, just because like yeah. that's what the old rappers did. They always had beef and that, and that's kind of where they're like who shot you like was all about. Yeah. It was just like kind of a dig, and that was what it was all about. If you didn't have that material. He wouldn't have had that song. And it's the only... It's the only genre of music that does that. Yeah. There's no rock, like... Can you imagine that? You don't have, like, (laughs) fucking, you know, Queen... Queen. Some... Is that the only band you think about? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like dissing Kiss or something. You yeah. Know? Like it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't even know if those are from the same era. Yeah. But... Like check out your ridiculous tongues, man. Like yeah. crazy painting your face. You yeah. Like it's, it's it's really weird. And yeah. I, I would love to see it in other genres. Like I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. It'd be so funny. And <laughs> it was like it was kind of. I I never knew if it was like intentional. What Eminem was doing, whether whether he was taking the piss out of rap dissing each other yeah. by like dissing pop stars or whether he just really didn't like pop yeah. stars because he also had beef with rappers so it's mm. like I don't know but it's just weird how rap's like that yeah. and they like the the black culture in general is very like like against each other like very competitive black on black violence is a thing I mean I know that's demographic though like because you know certain areas of certain cities are densely black populated and that's where the gangs are and so obviously that's going to be black on black crime 
and if there was more of an interracial um, population in these areas, it wouldn't be so much like that, but... Do you reckon that's why? Like, so you think of um, every genre kind of has the the themes around the music, like mm. uh, like country and westerns, all that, like you're getting your heart broken, yeah. and shit. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, like rock's all about like drinking alcohol and I don't know, yeah, yeah, doing weird stuff. Rap just seems to be well, there's a huge huge spectrum, but it's all about having beef and like how bad you are, yeah, and how. And I'm better than you. Yeah. And I've got more money than you, more cars than yeah. you, more bitches than you. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's strange. That's, it's, yeah. It's it's weird that that's kind of the it's very the, the theme. Yeah, yeah. The theme of of rap and mainly rap, hip hop's, yeah, kind of separate from that. I think. Yeah, kind of. It. Mm. I'm just glad there's guys like Kendrick and J yeah. Cole in the game. Yeah, they're but, doing like the thoughtful rap. Yeah. The, you know. The stuff that has um, a bit of weight behind it. It's not yeah. just the yeah. Yeah. So what else are you what else are you bumping? What's some some stuff that's new at the moment? Lately, um, with all the new good music drops, uh, Pusha T was my favorite out of all of those. Um, then there was the the ASAP uh, Rocky record that came out. Uh, I loved that, and now J Rock's album has came out. And I love that yeah. as well. So mostly those three things. And then still all of my old school, Wu-Tang, Big L, Rakim. <laughs> yes. Did you did you see um, Dylan Olcott? I don't know if you follow Triple J much. He's on the Triple J. He's um, in a wheelchair. He was in the Paralympics. Oh, okay. No. Um, okay. I'll, I'll give you a list as a brief rundown on this guy. So he's um, basically, he's on Triple J as a news presenter. Or not a news presenter, like a, a host. He's uh, been in the Paralympics for, sorry, the Tennis Paralympics, I don't know what it's called. Um, he's cr- he created uh, a music festival that was all about um, people with disabilities. Oh. Pretty awesome guy, right? Yeah. He went on Q&A and he, they were talking about the na- National Disability Insurance Scheme. And he said on the radio, all right, guys, what, what can I try and slip in um, during my interview, what what can I do? The what can I slip in as like a bit of an Easter egg? Yeah. And someone was like, slip in as many Wu Tang references as you can. Oh. <laughs> and it was it was really funny. So at the start, he um they, as they like they pan around and introduce him, he does the like the Wu Tang like hand, yeah. hand sign, <laughs> and then all the way through, he's dropping all these lyrics. Um, oh, he said, uh, yeah, growing up, my my life was rough and tough like leather, and he yeah. just but he just. He, <laughs> He just did it. He just did it flawlessly. Like it wasn't even as though he was thinking. All right, I've got to try and um, dump this saying and like the saying yeah. that it was just as if it was one of his normal sayings. And then um, oh, he was talking about the national, uh, the NDIS, and he said, oh, they've got um, uh, short hands and long pockets. Yeah. And it was just it was flawless. And I I was just thinking that is brilliant. He's yeah. People wouldn't probably pay much attention to. Uh, Q&A and talking about the NDIS because it's maybe not on everyone's radar Yeah, but he was he just I don't know I think he just and did so now it's like going viral because I actually did yeah. see a headline and now Money Making Mitch has pulled up the video but I actually did see I saw a screen grab of this on yeah. like my my news app yeah yeah but yeah. I didn't I didn't click on it but it's funny it was just so good that it was flawless the whole way through he just um, he threw him in there you wouldn't even think he had to think oh I'm going to try and like pepper this in there it was it was it was perfect um but the thing i love and i think i've got a bit of like a 
um, a fetish for this is when I see something like this, I'm like, the, the comments on the Facebook pages and stuff are going to just be, there's going to be someone complaining about it because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, he's making a mockery of, um, you know, his time on there and he could have talked about important issues and it's kind of... Like, did you even watch the video? He was the whole way through eloquent. He was talking about all this stuff and he was bringing these issues to the table, but in a way that brought this other audience in that would have would have probably not even given a yeah. shit usually. And I was like, this guy's a legend. This is this is something we need to be, like, yeah, promoting is, is someone that's um, got a disability and can, like, get in touch with so many different areas. It was it was, it was cool. It was, I, I liked it. And, and that's, like, I, I always, I'm always complaining about social media on this but that's such a a great use of it yeah know? instead of like s- saying you killed somebody or whatever yeah. like like that's bringing in this you know old school hip hop crowd that would never watch yeah. Q&A yeah. ever yeah that's probably you know probably one of their most watched videos unsourced but <laughs> but like just the the thought of the extension of the the crowd yeah. because of like Wu Tang because he's brought this in and, yeah. he, and he's got a huge audience because um, he's filling in Triple J Breakfast so he's just brought all these other people in that yeah wouldn't have usually watched but um, yeah it's just kind of funny that um, that people are going oh this is insensitive to people with disabilities he's got a <laughs> he's in a wheelchair like yeah. he gets it he understands it and people just kind of uh, jump to get annoyed at stuff and it's um, I love it I love yeah. when people just go over the top and they're like fuck this is a disgrace. It's like, no, it's not. It's fine. Do they like, on the video, is there like a, a counter, like a ding? Yeah. Every yeah. Time? Oh, that's so there's awesome. a counter and then the subtitles and say the song, uh, the lyric, and then there's the, um, I'll show a quick clip of the Wu-Tang song. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I'll get money to put that on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like people complaining about something like that is like a woman, you know, like making some joke like oh you know these sluts or whatever and they're like oh that's misogynistic it's like a woman said it you know a black man said the n-word give it a re- <laughs> like who cares like yeah is, is, is it well is it a get a jail free card though you know like can they like i don't know i mean like i'm sure there are i don't know is there such thing as a female misogynist like there's male feminists but i, I think that's a different thing i don't think that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. There's male feminists, but there's not the opposite. Yeah, which is, I've never I understand why not. It's just but... like, oh, fuck men. Like, I fucking hate men. Like, you know, it's like, I don't think that's a thing. I think there's like, like Uncle Tom's. They're like black people that don't like black people. Wait, what's an Uncle Tom? I'm, I'm at, the, I missed the reference. So, and do you remember 8 Mile? Yeah. So remember, what was... What was Rabbit's um, friend's name? Oh, dude, I haven't seen that movie in years. The guy with the dreads is Mackay Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, oh, in, the, in the last rap when he's saying, like, he's rapping about himself, so then the other guy can't rap about him. Yeah. He, he says, like, what's his name? Is our Uncle Tom? I... Uh, do got a dumb friend named Chev Duval who shoots himself in his leg with his own gun or whatever like oh I don't know that has just I do not remember that at all Uncle Tom is the title character of this woman who I've never actually read this novel Harriet Beecher Stowe her 19 her no 1852 novel Uncle Tom's 
cabin. Okay. Okay. The term Uncle Tom is also used as a a derogatory epithet for an exceedingly subservient person. So, like... Uh... Forgive my language. A house nigger is an Uncle Tom. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) So, like, if someone, like, in the slave days, there was... Field N-words and house N-words. <laughs> okay. And the house N-words were the ones that are like, yes, sir, yes, master. Like, just oh, do whatever okay, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. like, that's like what I... That's an Uncle Tom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, you get to sleep in the house in a bed, and all your brothers out there are sleeping uh, out in the cold in the, in the yeah. hen house. Yeah, you know? yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. So, there's people like that, but I don't see that in, like, the world of women or... Does it get you... Like, does that saying get used for white people? Like, if... if no. Is, okay. No. It's just... Yeah. Okay. But I don't see... Yeah, I don't see, like, a woman saying, like, I hate women or... Yeah. Maybe... Or maybe, like, fuck feminism. Yeah. Because feminism isn't really feminism anymore. Feminism is... Because feminism is supposed to be about equality, right? Yeah. But it's turned into... It's turned more into, like, women are, like, better sort of thing. This 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 is gonna come back to haunt me. I reckon. Like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be like twenty years time. No, and no, this podcast just, gonna get dug up and like this fucking guy. Like, no, I just, said think, this. I just think that that like I have maybe seen like some you know feminist videos or whatever with women commenting on it like oh this is mm. this is outrageous or whatever like oh okay perfect example I was um <laughs> I was on Facebook today and I scrolled through and there's a um there's a post from a. A bank, an Australian bank, and it said, uh, "Have a look at these fine gentlemen. Uh, these five guys have uh, all done forty years of service with the bank. Our longest serving people in the bank, oh, right? God, here we go. Yeah, so it's five guys, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here it comes. My like hate talk fetish thing comes up. I'm yeah. like, well, here we go. Click on the comments, and there's all these women saying, "How come there's no women in this photo? Like, what's going on here?" And everyone, and I think there was only a few people that were saying it, but it's like, well. Maybe there's not, um, there's not that many women that have served that long at the bank. Yeah, it, it, that's fine. And she's going, well, why not? Like, why don't you have women in in the photo? Like, if you want to represent what the bank's all about, and it's kind of like you're missing the point. Like, yeah. this is celebrating them doing a long amount of time, and, and yeah. she's going, oh, but these are all you know senior people in the bank. There's and it's like, no, it's not. You know, these these guys could be the cleaners. Like, it doesn't say anything about what they do. It just says, these people have served 40 years in the bank. Yeah. And this woman's getting irate because there's no women. <laughs> and having worked in a bank, I'm like, I know firsthand there is way more women in the bank than men, right? I don't go inside banks that regularly anymore. Yeah. But when I do, I probably 90% of the time get served by a female. Yeah. And you're yeah. going to say, oh... Yeah, but that's because all the women are on the the front lines and all the men are in the senior management jobs. Oh, because we all yeah, because we all go and see senior yeah. management. <laughs> but it's, it's not like that at all. It's it's yeah, it, it's kind of crazy that yeah, people have this view that you can't celebrate anything if it's not like pushing that agenda. Yeah, and it's like you, you, it's fine. Like I wonder if they do have an issue or if it's just it's just there and they're like. They see five white guys. Yeah, and like, I could say this yeah, right now. Five old yeah. white men. And they're like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. This is my target. Like, haven't thought about anything like this ever, but now that I see yeah. this, maybe I have a crack. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like let them have their thing, man. It's just like, so it's... easy, man, to be a keyboard warrior now. Like, yeah, and and to get annoyed about something like that is just it's just bizarre. Like, yeah, it, it, it's 
it, it's it's fun. I, I enjoy seeing the comments, but then after, like while I'm reading it, I'm thinking this is frustrating that someone out there thinks that this photo of men that they're celebrating their long service it's it's for some reason putting women down. I, yeah. I don't see the connection. I get frustrated in the comments when I find someone. I never source what they're saying, but sometimes some people are in there so eloquent. And I'm like, you could really be doing something, but you're wasting your time in these comments. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But the worst place for comments is YouTube. (laughs) I don't don't think I've ever read YouTube comments. It's insane. It'll be like a (laughs) video of like some guy like, hey, what's going on, guys? Like, just pass level 14 on like this game. (laughs) Here's how you do it. And like, it'll be like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, wow. Great video. Like. Like, let us know when your next one comes out. It would be like, N-word lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. And and that's the thing, because I think it was worse when you could be anonymous on YouTube, but now they kind of made you link your, I don't know. They Gmail change, account. G- yeah, like your Google account to it. And so now you can't really, um, you can't really get away with that shit anymore unless you create a fake Google account. But yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I did, I, I kind of, I was thinking about this today, someone who I, um, I enjoyed that they got outraged at something so ridiculous. <laughs> Barnaby Joyce. Okay. Have you spoken about Barnaby much? Never. Okay. Um, oh, I guess I'll give a quick spear. Barnaby's, yes. uh, Australian politician, leader of the national. So he's the, uh, uh, uh he, w- he was the deputy prime minister in the coalition for a little while. Uh, turned out he was banging, um, one of his staffers. And she got pregnant. And then while this oh, all happened... This was front page news. I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so he was... He basically was banging a staffer. And then he kind of went, all right, we'll get you another job. And then he... She managed to get a job elsewhere in another government department. Really high, like, paying salary mm. and all that stuff. And it was all very suspicious. And then the whole way through... So she gets pregnant. And then he's... It's a big thing. He has to step down. And then... Um, and then he... He's trying to have a bit of privacy because she's pregnant and all this stuff. And then he, um, he's like, all right, I'm gonna, we're going to go on 60 Minutes or a Current Affair or some shit. They pay him 200, 250 grand just to tell his story, right? Yeah. And it's kind of funny because it's, well, you wanted all this privacy. And I get that. Yeah. You know, like everyone's entitled to their privacy. But then he's happy to go out on 60 Minutes. And then he does the interview, gets his money, and then he's home and he's going, all these camera people keep following me around. I just, I just need my privacy. It's, it's you know, be respectful <laughs> in our time. And it's like, Cut hang on. Check. Yeah, you get the money from idiots that are interested in watching you. You're going to be guaranteed that there's more idiots that want to watch you. So they're going to be following you around with cameras. Like, I understand that there's people out there that go, like, I don't want to be followed. And I, I get that if they're a celebrity or whatever. But if you're, you know, pushing your own story, and it's not like it was a, um, um, a political story. It was, it was purely just like, private, you know, stuff that he was talking about. And then he's coming back going, oh, stop following me around, you know, stop having an interest. It's like, where do you think that money came from? Like, yeah. that's, that's people giving a shit about this stuff. So, um, yeah, fuck, fuck Barnaby Joyce, man. He's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and like, what do you think? They're going to they're gonna get your story on, get all these, these viewers, and then just cut it off. And it's going to go away. That, yeah. is, that is their ad for the future yeah. fucking Barnaby Joyce yeah. episodes that they have, you clown. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? More things on Barnaby, right? So, yeah. <laughs> when he was... Uh, this is why I don't like this guy. He talks so much shit. He was talking about um, uh, euthanizing Johnny Depp's dogs. 
oh, yeah. while back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was just such bullshit from the start. You could tell it was never going to happen. He was not going to euthanize this guy's dog. And it was only because it was Johnny Depp that he made a point out of yeah. it. Yeah. And it was, it just frustrated me so much because if that was someone else that was wealthy, you know, maybe someone that's not so well known, like a, um, uh, like a business, like owner or something. And they were super wealthy and they bought their dogs in. It would kind of, it would go to someone over in biosecurity and then they'd kind of go, all right, here's your fine. Because it was an actor, he was like, all right, sweet, I can, I can fucking go to town on this guy. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to fucking execute these dogs. Like, it's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Fuck him. What an idiot. And now your bitch is pregnant. Yeah. He just, he, he just <laughs> wants to grandstand to push his, yeah, to push his, um, his own kind of career and, and yeah. put his name out there, but... Then when it's not favourable, it's like, no, I don't, I don't want a piece of that. It's a politician. Yeah, it comes with bad. <laughs> um, oh, I was about to say. Oh, what is it on the news? I was talking about this on, I don't know, a recent episode, but I forgot the name of... When all the uh, not politicians are in a room together arguing. What room is that? You always see it on the news. It's like... It looks like an amphitheater. What the, is it green or red? yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's like the House of Representatives. Okay, I think unsourced. Does any unsourced? unsourced. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Does any thing get done in there, or do they just call each other names the whole time? Oh, okay. So question time is when it gets real spicy. Okay. okay. So and that's purely just for, um, yeah, them to obviously ask questions of the the opposition to ask questions of the government. So it's right. all about like the back and forth and questioning what they're doing. Ordinarily, when they have a like parliamentary sitting, they'll put bills up and they'll kind of be debated and all that stuff. But yeah. question time is when, I think the, um, how would you say it, the, the decorum comes down a little bit and yeah. it's a bit more free. You can, right. but normally in like a parliamentary sitting, it's very formal, it's like a court, you know, okay. you gotta, you gotta, but that's boring uh, and that's why, they're, that's they're why I'm never shocked because yeah. it's them debating bills for 12 hours. But every day, almost every day, if you put on the news app, uh, politics time, they like they'll just be showing someone like you're a dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. I, I love. Um, there's an old video of uh, Paul Keating. It's from like the nineties, and um, he was the uh, yeah. Uh, was he the premier of South Australia? No, I can't remember. I've had a blank. Anyway, Paul Keating. Like I think he might have been premier of South Australia, mm -hmm. or maybe he's the prime minister. I don't know. I've had a mental blank with my Australian political history but he's um they basically said how come you're not calling an election they wanted him to call an election because they um they just wanted to get it over and done with because I think the opposition was um they were doing pretty poorly yeah. and he's just like the video is perfect because he kind of leans over and he's just like Cosmate I want to do you slowly and it's like, <laughs> it, is, it is the funniest thing for a politician to just be he was always well known for his um his kind of his wit and his uh his banter but that's like the it's it's really popular, but it's yeah, it's some some beautiful Australian political history right there. It's, yeah, oh, I've it's got classic. to. I have got to get that on uh, Instagram as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you're in the CFS. Oh, here we go. What What have you been doing? Have you had any burns or anything like that? What are you? Oh fuck! I've actually got a. This is weird. It ha and it happened last night. It sounds like bullshit because it's because I'm on here today, but. So I carry a page around with me, like yes, everyone I've does. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, it's proper, like, 90s. Yeah, we're in, we're in the 90s. Yeah. It's one of those things that, yeah, you... It's, it's just because it's so reliable. The battery lasts for months, so it's, it's kind of... Because it's working, everyone still uses them. Yeah. Um, and so whenever we get a call out, pager goes off, 
you go to the station and then you go from there in the truck or whatever, right? Yeah. So last night I had the pager in my work bag and I had it on silent, which is vibrate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was asleep and usually I turn it on to like loud overnight. So yep. if we had a call overnight, it wakes me up and I'm out the door. Um, but it was vibrating in my bag. So I missed it. Yeah. And I was having a dream and this is a weird thing. I was having this dream and then all of a sudden, you know, um, uh, deep cover by Snoop. It's like the start of it. Yeah. It's got a really low bassy, like boom, boom, boom. Like it's yeah. really low. That is the exact same noise that my pager makes when it's vibrating in my bag. It's this really like low, dull vibrating. Yeah. So in my dream, I started to have that song like play in the dream. Yeah. Because I heard, I'm assuming because I heard the pager, because as I woke up, I heard my pager going off and it kind of followed on from the song. I was yeah. like, that was weird. Yeah, that it was weird. like bizarre. Um, yeah, so I, um, I missed a job last night. I had, there was a crash on the freeway, uh, a truck and a, uh, yeah, a milk truck. Anyone get hurt? I think the guy was pretty bad. I didn't, yeah, I, I was asleep. I, I bloody missed it. But, um, yeah, he, uh, hit someone else and he had 17,000 litres of milk spilling out on the freeway. So, um. Must smell like shit. Yeah, it would be awful. And I think that <clears throat> milk's pretty bad because if it gets into waterways, because it's got all the, um biological stuff in it. Oh, if it goes right. into, if it goes into waterways it starts to mess with the uh, you the know ecosystem. the ecosystem. So they're pretty hot on um, yeah, stopping it from getting into any waterways, but seventeen thousand litres, that's a shitload of milk. Oh, yeah. Do you know how far up the freeway it was? It was um I think it was towards um, it was two lanes, so it must have been just past um, the turn off for Sterling yeah. thing. So okay. it was a it was a fair way it was yeah. Where um, do you live? Uh, Beaumont. Styles. Yeah. Nowhere um, near that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um so if you're at work, yeah. Page starts going off. Do you leave do you leave work? Not usually. So our thing is we gotta kinda get the truck rolling within let's say four or five minutes. Yep. And so pretty much if you're not around at home or if a lot of people work nearby, uh if, if you're not there, um yeah, you don't get there. Oh, okay. Um but during summer we have obviously big bushfires and stuff and we'll kind of get crews like dribs coming in and dribs and drabs. So once we get enough people in, we'll fill another truck. So sometimes if you're at work, if you're 15 minutes away, you can make the, maybe the third or fourth truck. Oh, right. And so you kind of, that's how it all works. But usually for our run of the mill, um, house fire, car crash or something, um, it'll just be got to get there as quick as you can. Um, cause we, we get out the door. So on quick. weekends, yeah. are you, do they prefer it for you to be like chilling at home? Uh, like not really. We have um, we don't have a roster or anything. We just we've got enough members that pretty much any time of the day or on the weekend or at night, yeah, we've got enough people that will rock up to crew a truck. Yeah, uh, like some like Sunday nights. If we get a call on a Sunday night because everyone's home, everyone's around the around the area. Yeah, if we get a call on a Sunday night, we'll get like 12, 15 people. Oh, okay. And it's a madhouse because everyone's. Like driving from their house, it's it's really weird because um, it's it's yeah it's really weird because everyone kind of races from their house to the station and everyone's jumping out their cars, running like across like across the footpath, like and all trying to get their shit on as quickly as they can so they can get on the truck. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's like if you had like fifteen mates rock up at your house trying to work out who goes where. If you yeah. put them in a in a car, you go alright, you go. It's it's just it's it's a it's a nice house, but it's um it's it's pretty wild. It's, Do you um, guys. You um, so you guys have ranks and everything. Right? Yeah. So what are you? Uh, senior firefighter. Okay. Yeah. So what would that does that 
equate to anything like in the police or army? Um, not really. So we've got a brigade um, with about uh, 40 people mm-hmm. and every year we have an election and uh, the positions come up for election. Oh, okay. And so... You, so you don't get like promotions. Yeah, you don't get promotions based on your years of service or anything. It's kind of, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's based on who's, who reckons... Is gonna they're gonna do a good job basically. Oh okay. So, yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird system because the election thing kind of brings the um like the politicking thing yeah. into it. You got to kind of you're obviously not gonna be out and oh, do I have your vote or any shit like that. But it's funny. Um, previously, I've seen people that would kind of rock up around election time. You know, start shouting beers at the pub, and it's kind of like I haven't seen you for a while, and now you're rocking oh, up. Yes, yeah, see yes. shit. Yeah, that's interesting. It's bizarre. Yeah. So Pete, like you. People are really about it though. Like it's is volunteer, it's yeah. volunteer based, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And people really like want yeah high positions still. Like yeah. even though it's not, there's no real gain to it. Is there? The only, I guess so, you put it on your resume. The thing is, if you're a an elected officer, mm-hmm. that means you're uh, in charge of a truck, basically. Yeah. So you're in the the front seat and you're making the calls on what your strategy and objectives and all that stuff is. Yeah. And so everyone kind of elect someone that they think can handle that that kind of role and okay um i think a lot of people like having that power yeah I, like i don't really give a shit i can to... understand it yeah I mean, like you've probably got them at your job you don't need to say if you do or not um but everybody has been in a situation where someone is you know a you know a senior something or yeah. a manager yeah and they just think there's nothing they, that they can learn yeah. All they can do is teach. Yeah. Because they know it all. Yeah. And they, yeah, they all they can do is feed out all this stuff. And just dish out information from yeah. their, like, amazing yeah. minds. And if you've got a question, what what do you mean? No. Yeah. Fuck, just do what I say. Yeah. Like, oh, whoa. All right. It's, but, it's funny. Like, it does. And, and for some, realistically, it's not a huge deal if you're a, um, you know, a senior firefighter or a lieutenant or whatever your rank is uh, in my brigade because it's some... Um, yeah, I think people will kind of bring you down a peg if you start to act like that. Like oh, if you yeah. start to go, yeah, I'm the big, the big boss man, then people go like, you what really, the fuck? Uh, yeah. I don't see Clay or Welcome to the Potty here right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the clumsy jewelers in the house. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it, it's a funny thing, and it's um, it's kind of weird because, um, you can kind of be sitting at home eating your dinner, doing whatever, yeah. and your mind's somewhere else, and then your page goes off, and then you're out the door, you're in your car and you're madly, you know, changing clothes or whatever you're doing in the car. Yeah. Um, and then you get there and then it's, your head's like got to be in the game. You know, sometimes if like, cause I'm a uh, emergency driver, so I'll be like in the truck, I'm going 80 kilometers an hour down a 60 road, running red lights. I'm doing all that shit. Like it's, your head's got to be in the game pretty yeah. quick. And it's, it's funny when I think about it in terms of like basketball, you know that you've got a game coming up and so you can prepare mentally yeah. and go, all right, I've got to be switched on and there's shit you do before to get yourself focused and get your head in what you need to do. Um, but this is, is bizarre because you can just be doing something else. You can be in the shower and it's like, fuck, I've got to dry myself off and get going. Yeah. And, then, and then you're switched on. Like there's, been, there's seriously been times where I've been at home and within 15 minutes I've been inside a house that's on fire. And then I think back to that later and I'm like, that is insane. Like you couldn't, you, you just can't imagine that in 15 minutes time from wherever you are that yeah. you're going to be in this crazy kind of scenario. It's bizarre. I think it's 
that's something that I learned studying psychology is there had been times in my life before that where I've been like, oh, you know, I was busy that day. I just wasn't, I wasn't ready. That's why I played bad. Yeah. And once I studied that, I was, I always equated it to, um, like army firefighters, policemen, they're, you know, policemen, like if you go like cop, uh, from a movie, drinking a coffee, eating a donut. Yeah. One minute, and then you know someone gets fucking shot at fifteen, um, you know yards down the road. They they've got to drop their fucking coffee, yeah. get out, and they got to handle business. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, oh, you know, like I was doing my homework, and then like I had I just lost track of time, and I had to get ready for a game. I just wasn't ready. It's like, so, stay ready. Don't got to get ready. You know, <laughs> like. But that's um. You probably know more about this, but they they talk about um PTSD, and that's why it's. Um, a huge issue in uh, police and all emergency services and that kind of thing because people aren't ready to see what they're going to see. Yeah. If, if you're a um, like if you're a coroner or something, you go, all right, we've got a dead body coming in. You can expect that. But yeah, um, yeah when, I, when I've seen a dead body, it's like, there it is. Uh, we rock up to a car crash and it's like, whoa, yeah. that, that, person's, that person's dead. And, and, no one, and no one tells you, hey, what we're going to is going to be nasty because you just don't know. You, yeah. you rock up. And you look in the window and it's like, oh, they're not moving. Oh, okay. Like, it just happens. And it, and that's what they, I, I don't know, is that what happens? People don't have time to prepare themselves and that's yeah, why or it they, happens? Or they, even even coroners, or, or maybe not coroners because of their actual study moving up to that position, but like a detective. Yeah. I mean, usually a detective's had a lot of time in the force anyway, so probably has seen some shit, but... Sometimes you go into a role thinking you can handle something. Yeah. And once it gets down to it, you just, you're just not equipped. Yeah. Like just naturally you're not that type of person that can see something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, some people can watch horror movies. They know they're about to watch a horror movie, but they don't sleep that night. Yeah. That, I guess it's the same sort of thing. Like you just, whether you're ready for it or not, some people innately cannot handle that. Whether it's, you know, there's a, there's a body that's been like their head's been kicked in. I'm fine right now. 15 years later might be yeah. when, when you're like, fuck that fucking head. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you never, you never know. Yeah. Cause like you said, you have to be in that moment and these people are trained to, to be in that moment. So, you know, I'm looking at this crazy image right now and I'm, I'm okay and then when I'm not expecting it a few years down the line, I'm really affected by that. Yeah. Yeah. It hits you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, cause we do a lot of, uh, um, debriefs and all that kind of stuff yep. with, um, with psychologists. So if we go to something particularly nasty, we sit down with someone, um, and they always tell you that it's not, you're not going to, you might feel, um, shitty now yeah. or you might feel fine, but it's the down the track, you know, six weeks, six months, six years that it will, it'll catch up to you. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, I've got anxiety thinking about this thing that happened so long yeah. ago, but I was fine right afterwards. That, that kind of, um, that kind of freaks me out a little bit because I think, well, there's things that I've seen that I've gone, yeah, it was a bit fucked up, but yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, is it going to hit me later on? Yeah. I hope not. But it's, it's one of those things. And you see the um, the suicide rates of ambos and cops and all that kind of thing, and it just it's 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 crazy that um, that it's so high because I I think they don't handle PTSD and that kind of stuff as well as they should. Like this yeah. is 
they talk about there's been more people that have committed suicide uh, in the US Army than have been killed in combat. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That is... Um, you think of all the stuff they do to prepare themselves for um, being in combat and all the stuff they do to make sure they're safe, but then all this stuff, it's coming out the back end. People are just getting let out and they're, like, really affected by it. It's, yeah. I it's, think that, that will all drop off now like now that PTSD is more recognised yeah. less of a stigma um, yeah. I think people will feel more comfortable saying hey like I'm feeling anxiety yeah. I'm feeling I'm not sleeping at night you know uh, I'm feeling real angry all the time people will be more comfortable saying that to somebody instead of ignoring it and being like oh no like I'm weak or yeah. whatever like it's more accepted it's more understood um, I mean they they used to call it shell shock which is yeah. like oh you couldn't you couldn't handle yeah. hearing bombshells is basically what that word yeah. says. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's definitely changing. And I mean, there's still work to do in 2018, but like, you know, another 10 years down the line will be better. Another 10 yeah. years will be better. I, I still think that there's, um, there's that, that thing about not saying that you're not okay. And I think especially that's, in men. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, especially in men, and that's that's why I hear all this stuff. Hear all this stuff about um, feminism and all that kind of thing. Oh, you know, we need equality, and it's like, well, yeah, but have you seen the suicide rates of men? Like that's yeah. that's a huge issue, and I don't think that's being addressed as much as um, other issues that um, feminists bring up. And I'm like, that's yeah. If 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 men can say, hey this is a serious issue for us, and and they push that as much as other issues that have been pushed by. Um, feminist groups yeah I think yeah, you could knock that on the head of <laughs> oh, their yeah. way but well boys don't cry you know yeah like, you you watch the way like a father maybe with twin boy and girl yeah they they bump heads yeah and the girl's crying and the boy's crying yeah I almost guarantee I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say 100% of the time or whatever but I almost guarantee yeah <laughs> almost guarantee that he gets a girl like oh don't worry like come on like, yeah and with the guy like, come on oh you're right yeah, yeah. Like, you know like yeah. that's that's just natural in in men like but that's because what it was like when i was a kid yeah and i'm sure you're probably the same yeah, yeah absolutely and so it's one of those things that's in your mind yep and i've i've said things to my nieces and nephews and i've been i've been like what am i doing like that's exactly what you shouldn't do yeah like you're going oh boy like you know you get up you'll be right yeah and, and what are you crying about yeah yeah and it's kind of like well that's because that's what was around when you're a kid that's what you see in movies and it's still up there you just don't realize and you just you just say things like that out of habit and yeah. it's, that's where it comes from and and you kind of got to break that cycle of it's so deeply ingrained it after is. you know 30 years of living with that yeah. like yeah it's hard to it's hard but being aware that you're doing it is the first step I, I guess like yeah. knowing that you're doing it and then breaking the habit is another another story but at least you can recognise it yeah 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 that's yeah that's 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 interesting man yeah that's, yeah so so do you guys do like training for it or like yeah uh, so we well we train every week okay Um, which is yeah usually it could be anything we'll just We've got so much stuff that we have to kind of keep on top of because mm. we we do a lot of different stuff. Like we do um, commercial fires, car crashes, when trees come down, we sometimes go out to those. Uh, we do hazmat as well. So we'll get in those big suits and we'll go to chemical spills and shit like that. So there's a huge range of stuff that we do and it's kind of, um, 
it's it's kind of wild to think that that's not even what I do for work. That's just my outside yeah. hobby thing. So and I've got just, to... I was just about to say, like, so do you rock up to jobs and like deal with it and then like, uh, I don't even know how to say this diplomatically. The, <laughs> the, the, same, fucking the paid firefighters yeah, yeah, okay. arrive. Yeah. Like later? No. Because cause you're already out in the country, right? But then yeah. they're obviously based... Oh, they've got different bases, but they're yeah. metropolitan. Yeah. Do they rock up or is it just you out there? Okay, so if we were in the country, like if we were like even half an hour away yeah. from the city, um, it would just be CFS. Yeah. And so that's just, just them and they're, they're it pretty much. Uh, and that's their uh, area that's gazetted for them to respond to. So And, and there's no... That's crazy to me that it's all volunteer based. It, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty wild. Like yeah. you think you go and you have a if you're driving along the freeway and you have a crash between, uh, towards Mount Barker, um, you'll be having volunteers that will come out. And you don't get any benefits like like you don't get like free private health or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> nah. So because nah. like you're saying like you got to talk to psychologists and shit. So that's wild. That's like actually so wild to me that it's just strictly volunteer based. Yeah. There's no benefits yeah when i joined it kind of blew my mind um yeah because it's it's all volunteer and the stuff they do is 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 crazy like um yeah so we'll we when we go to incidents where we are is pretty there's a lot of brigades that are kind of um on the fringe of the city yeah so we because we've kind of semi-rural area we go to a lot of things and the paid fireys will come as well. Yeah, because there's that one that's like pretty much up the top of Port Rush Road. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of yeah. when you said the milk thing. Yeah. yeah. So often we'll go to stuff with them. Yeah. And so we both show up. Um, and 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 that's often what we, we usually go to. So if it's a car crash, we'll usually go at the same time as them. Uh, if it's like a yeah, house fire, all that kind of stuff. Uh if they're really busy, we often go and fill in for them. Yeah. So we'll go in, they'll, they'll say, hey, we need a crew and a truck to go to this station or this station or this station. And so we'll go and fill in for them for maybe like, we might, we're sometimes there for 12 hours, we'll sit in their station. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where if, if there's a big fire, like a big um, structure fire, if, if, they, if they go to that, we'll fill in for them. But a lot of the time, we'll actually go to the fire as well. We get called as kind of a, a backup resource. But if they're busy, and if they're or if they're out of their area, where where it we 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 handle whatever whatever comes up, which is to me, is mind blowing. Like yeah, I'm I'm a, like an accountant. Yeah, <laughs> by day and it's then I'm great. doing this like, stuff. It's, like, it's weird. I I know I've always known that it's volunteer based, but like actually talking about it and like putting it into perspective, like this is actually like making me kind of like uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you mean? Why is it? Why? Because you put you you literally putting your life on the line, like just just in the truck driving and running running red lights, going eighty and sixties. You do it. You're doing that. <laughs> you're running into burning buildings. You know chemical leaks, um, whatever the fuck else it is that you do, like fucking trees falling down around you, whatever bushfires, whatever you're doing that. For, for what? For a bit of socialising and, and uh, you know, intrinsic gain, maybe? Like? Yeah, it's... Okay, so I've, talk, I've talked a lot about, like, how the crazy shit we see. And there's a, there's a saying that um, firefighting's uh, 95% shit and 5% oh shit, which yeah. is so true because we go to so many calls where we get called to a car crash and we rock up and someone's 
it's just a fender bender or they've just gone they've just gone because it's like it's not even major yeah uh we'll get called out to a house fire but it's actually just someone having a barbecue at the back and the nosy neighbors thought it's like their, their oh, kitchen yeah. on fire or some shit so we go to so much stuff like that and that's also where it's hard to keep switched on and go all right is this going to be something yeah do i need to be ready and it's it's kind of taxing because you go out and you get amped up the adrenaline starts going and you turn around and come home and then it's middle of the night so you gotta get back to bed but you're still like yeah a bit like that is shit oh, that would be fucking exhausting yeah it's, it's kind of hard work yeah but um yeah that it's i can't really explain why because there's the group of us like my brigade that does it everyone is, is so passionate about it and, yeah. and everyone just loves it and i, I really don't know why why what the thing is about it that's cool i think i think the main thing for most of us is that we do stuff during the day like you know we're accountants or whatever and then you go from that and then all of a sudden you're you're dr- r- like driving through red lights and yeah. you're doing shit that is just so far beyond what you you what you usually do and it's just it's cool like it it's it's really cool it's it's almost like doing a um yeah doing something that it's like, like a extreme sport. It's almost like that because yeah. it, it gets your adrenaline pumping a little bit, and then when you get out of it, you're like, "Fuck yeah, that was that was cool." We yeah. we you know we pulled the dog out of the house, or we 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 saved the fire from spreading to the rest of the house. That was like a good outcome. And when you see people, um, out the front, and they're in their nightgowns and they're looking at the house on fire and they're looking at you, you're like, "Shit, this is this is hardcore." Like I, I feel like a lot of pressure to perform here yeah but when you come out and you go i stop that from taking over the whole house at least they can you know still use their couches or they they still got shit in the kitchen they can use uh yeah it's like a it's a good feeling you don't get that feeling very often it's like um it's like sitting at pokies i reckon you kind of you can you hit the button and it spins around you don't win you don't win and then all of a sudden there's like a big one and you're like oh fuck and it's, it's almost like this addiction where you kind of um how did you get into it um so a friend of ours, he was a, a member, but he was really rural. So he's up um, in the hills and he was talking about his brigade one time. And he said, oh yeah, we, um, we were putting our breathing apparatus on and there was a car on fire and we were, you know, walking right up to it and the thing was on fire and we were, you know, popping open the boot with, uh, you know, spreaders and it just sounded awesome. And where I was living, I, I, and like everyone thinks that it was, it's all just rural. Yeah. And he said, there's one, there's a brigade near you, you should check it out. They're, they do a lot of stuff that's, um... Um, yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff. So I went, I just, um, I called him one night. I said, Hey, um, I'm interested in volunteering. Like how, what, what do I do? And then I went down there, had a chat with this guy and, uh, yeah, kind of just got on from there and yeah, been there for five years now. And it's, wow. um, it's, it's been, it's probably one of the, like the coolest things I think I've done. Like people talk about, you know, oh, this was a cool part of my life. I think I'll, I'll look back on this when I'm older and be like, this was this is cool. Like, yeah. There's, there's not many times you get to do some of the stuff we do. Do you remember your first job? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do. It was boring as shit, it right? It was a boring one? Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, <laughs> we've got this old banger water truck that we got sent up the freeway and pretty much we, I was, I was amped. It was my first call. Yeah. Got on. We are in the truck. I was like, here we go. Went up the freeway and then we got there and they said, oh, thanks come guys. We, we don't need you. Like, uh, we're sorted. And then <laughs> so I, ca- I came home and I was like, the adrenaline was just pulsing through my yeah, veins. Like and, shaking. Yeah, and I was like, oh, so that's that's it, is it? But um, I definitely remember my second job because that was 
and still to this day is the most wild day I've ever had. I was at home, I was studying, and it was a really windy hot day, and I was I knew and so I'd never I've never actually been on another call, and um, we got called out. Uh, we needed to fill in another uh, at a paid station because they were out, and then immediately we got called to a fire alarm because someone had burnt kitchen stuff. I was like, this is cool. We're going we're going red and blues. You know, it was pretty cool, and then. Straight after that, we got um, we went into headquarters, so we like you know the big like two story fire poles. We were messing around on them. It was just it was wild. And then we got called out to a um, six cars on fire at the Hackney Hotel, and so we rocked up, and it was it was one of those things that it just looks like it's out of a movie. There's it's these six cars, and they're just fully going. Was it awesome? Yeah. So someone it was a really hot, windy day, and someone lit a brush fence in the car park. Right. And it just it went up, and these cars were just like just cooking. And it was just, I was like, I was blown away. I'm like, this is wild. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. And then we went to a, and then after that, we went to a guy, um, he had a remote start in his car and he pressed the start, but it was in gear or something. And so it just went straight through the front of a, of a shop on, um, in town and through a restaurant window. And I kind of thought, like, is this what it's all about? Like, do we do this shit every week? This Because this is wild. I think yeah. I've, I've, I've been in there maybe two months. And I'm like, holy shit. This is, like, we've been out for 12 hours. Yeah. And I'm like, this is insane. And then I think everyone told me, like, that's probably the craziest thing you do in, in one day. The amount of stuff you've done, yeah. that's, that's huge. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. It's, it's cool. So, how many, how many jobs do you get a week and how many exciting job <laughs> um so i think average... and don't don't get the word exciting twisted that i don't know it's not fuck yeah it's, it's, yeah yeah and, that, and that's the thing I, I try to always tell people like i talk about it with excitement and passion but that's kind of what you train for and that's what you do so if yeah. you do go to something good you're glad that you're there because you know that you can do the stuff that needs to be done yeah if you're not there and you even if it's something nasty you go shit i wish i was there because i know that i can help yeah. And, and, and you want to help, and that's what it's all about. You just want to help. Um, so we get um, maybe 200 calls a year for our brigade. Yeah. And I think I probably make um, maybe half of them. Yeah. If I'm lucky. Um, so yeah, we get a couple a week. And then there's the odd occasion where we'll get, um, you know, like four or five in one night. Yeah. You know, like when we had, um, when there was that storm and the, Oh, stay right, blackout. Yeah. We were busy all night. People stuck in lifts. There was, yeah, stuff going on everywhere. So some nights are just crazy. Oh, that was, so that was about maybe... Two years ago? Yeah, yeah. 18 months, two years yeah. ago. So, yeah, so you're out all night. So is that one of the more exciting nights in your career in the CFS then? Like, um, maybe not, you're not seeing like fires and shit, but you've got to like yeah. get the jaws of life out to open like fucking yeah. elevators and shit? Or? <laughs> it's, not, it's just a key that oh. like, it's not exciting. Oh. <laughs> Um, I think I think the, probably the nastiest one was a um, there's a crash on the freeway mm. a guy came down lost his brakes and that's why there's a huge thing about the freeway because um, this guy lost his brakes and basically crashed into a bunch of cars and that was yeah by far the nastiest crash I've ever been to and I think even some of the um, the paid guys I was talking to that day said this is by far one of the worst things I've seen in their careers because it was just um, it was hectic yeah, it was um, it was it was nasty. There was uh, I think two people died on scene. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, there's not much more I can say. It was just it was just nasty. When when the, I think the truck was coming down, I think the coroner's report said he was 
by the time he got to the intersection. It was a, it was a truck. It was a truck. Yeah, like a septic oh, pumping truck. Fuck. Yeah, so he's coming down. I think he got to 160 at top speed. And so he's hit cars that were just sitting still. And yeah, I've, I've never seen cars that have compressed. been compressed that much. It was, this was a SUV and it was compressed. Yeah, it was, yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen anything since, or even in even in photos when I see car crashes on on the news. Yeah. This one's probably still the nastiest, and they yeah that was um that was horrible. That yeah, was that's um, yeah. I didn't hear about that. I might have been I might have been uh, not in Adelaide for that one. Yeah. Um. Shit. So let's perk it up. Let's. let's I'm just trying to. <laughs> I was trying to think of like. I mean, I I don't doubt the guy. Like, I'm sure there's all types of backup shits that all just wasn't working. Like, cause you've got your handbrakes, your air brakes, oh. your full brake. Like, oh, the problem is like if you're coming down the freeway, cause it's really steep. If you're riding your brakes, eventually your brakes just cook in yeah. a truck. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. I th- I think that's from what the coroner's report said. He was just on his brakes, and he hadn't been really trained in how to descend. Oh, probably. Because right. trucks have um. They've got a exhaust team gears and shit. Well, yeah, they've got gears, but you're meant to. What they tell you to do now is just put in one gear and you use your exhaust brakes, and that kind of um, yeah, yeah, restricts how how fast you can go without using your brakes. Yeah. Um, but I don't think this guy was using it, and he was just braking, and um, yeah, yeah, it's it would be horrifying to be in the truck and oh my coming God. down 160, and you're like, I can't stop this bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my old um Commodore. I was driving up to Townsville from here. <laughs> and there was there's just one like I was in the middle of the bush like no I hadn't seen a car for you know 10 hours yeah. Wait, what were you doing? just driving up to Townsville because I moved there to um, play for the Crocs oh, yeah okay and there was a straight where I got to where I just could not see when there was ever going to be a bend and I was <laughs> like I'll, I'll test out the old oh no I got up to 140 shit and I was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I was probably at 145, three seconds yeah. and, and pulled back. Yeah. And yeah, 160 in a truck. Fuck that. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so accountant by day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought we were going to perk it up. This it's is going to like, 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 like a really uh, shitty end to the podcast. It's not the, uh, the ben, Affleck's, ben Affleck kind of accountant. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched that movie and it was, um, Everyone thinks accountants are, um, yeah, like that, autistic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everyone that talks to me at work, they're like, oh, you're, you know, you're kind of, um. Kill people. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you're pretty, pretty chatty for an accountant. It's like, yeah, it's one of those things. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I went to, when I went to college, it was a business school. So a lot of account, like. Yeah. So I don't really have that in my brain because I'm getting pissed with accountants every night. Yeah, you know? so that's like, true. Yeah. Um, but, so at, can we say where? Uh, let's not. No? It's all right. Like, um, you know. But is it is like regular sort of accounting for them? So, or? it's basically, I do um, like finance stuff. So, um, yeah, so organizing their um, reporting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I do, my main thing is kind of management accounting. So, um yeah reviewing things analyzing things looking at data all that kind of stuff it sounds kind of boring but i kind of enjoy it i I hate myself for saying that but the the things that are cool about it is that when you write something up and you say all right here's what's what's going on here's what i reckon we should do yeah and people look at it and they go yeah 
cool. Yeah. yeah, like what you said is is makes sense, and yeah. I, I trust what you've written, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. it's is, yeah, and I think a lot of people kind of think accountants uh, just do like taxes, yeah, taxes, and, yeah. and bookkeeping, yeah, which is so far from what they actually do. There's so much scope. Yeah, there's like it's like with. I mean, with almost anything. Yeah. Like... Like psychology. You, yeah. you People just think, oh, you just sit in a room, people lay on a, a lounge yeah. and just talk to you. But like it's you're like, fucking Sigmund Freud. Yeah, but not really. Like people, psychologists do... Um, Forensic psychology. Yeah. Uh, Aptitude testing, all that, yeah. all that shit. Like there's like, a huge yeah. scope to it. And it's... um, And I think accounting gets gets that pretty bad. Like they oh, pigeonhole yeah. and they think, yeah, to what you do. And it's, it's like, mm, not really at all um, what I actually do. But yeah. it's... um. And a lot of people think it's really boring, but effectively, I, what I've what I've seen in my uh, kind of finance career is that everyone eventually, no matter what job they do, pretty much has to learn finance. Yeah. And so I talk to people that are senior people in the organisation, and it's and it's like they come to me because they they want to talk finance, and it's it's crazy that I'm I'm kind of new to my job. I come in and people want to ask me you're questions. Like, you're and I'm an like, expert. Yeah. You've been here for like. 10 years, this is crazy. So it's, um, it's kind of cool because it's, it's almost like a backdoor into, um, the, you see a lot of high level shit. I'm not saying that I'm yeah. like a big high flying big dog, but from my kind of lowly standpoint in the organization, I see some cool stuff and see how everything runs. And even people that have been there for years don't see that. So that's kind of, um, it's, it's, a, it's a good side to it. And yeah, it's, it's different to what people think, uh, depending where you go, obviously, but yeah. 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 No, there's, yeah, there's all types of everything, man. Yeah. Like, and everything is boring for someone. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. what I do could be boring to a cop. Uh, yeah. And a cop could be boring for you. And yeah. for, you know, the president of the United States. Yeah. Accounting might be boring. Like, it's yeah. Whatever. But the other thing Fucking is... Biologists, whatever. Yeah. There's, there's always... No, I, don't, I can't think of any job where there's not a part of it that they're like, this is boring. Yeah. And there's definitely that in, account, like, in accounting. It's like, this is... This is shit. This is so boring. I'm sitting here just plugging away, d- yeah. doing something. But end of month ticking boxes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But every job kind of has that, and yeah, yeah you got to take the good with the bad, I guess. What What do you reckon you um when you were in high school? What was your plan? Like, what was your plan for your career? Because I just had my ten year reunion last week. Oh right, yes. And uh, it's it's kind of weird to see people that where they where they landed, well, where they've landed so far, you know, in their career. Yeah. Well, I wanted to play in the NBA. Yeah. But didn't. But I want. I obviously wanted to play pro, and I got yeah. to do that. Um, probably not quite as long as I would have liked to. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I never had really a plan B. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I would never have gone to uni. I don't think if I didn't play. Yeah. So like, I always loved cars. So I was thinking about being a mechanic. Really. And every mechanic I talk to is like, thank your lucky stars that that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's... See, that's like... Yeah, that's depressing. That's, that's really depressing. <laughs> that's crazy, because like, whenever I go get my car service, like, I drop my car off, I'm like, I kind of want to fucking stay. <laughs> like, I hang out with the boys for yeah. a day. My mechanic, every time I pick it up, he's always having a scotch at the end of the day. And yeah. I'm like, because he runs his own business, so he's like, fuck it. If you don't want to come back because I'm drinking alcohol, like... Go fuck yourself. So yeah. I kind of respect that, that he's like, you know what? I got enough, I got enough people through the door that if they think I'm, you know, it's weird that I'm just having a scotch, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's kind of, because when I was at high school, all I had in my mind was I wanted to be a real estate agent. That's all oh, I wanted okay. to do. Like 100%. That was where my focus was. 
even to the point where I was studying, like I studied shit and I'm like, I'll just go, I'll just take some easy subjects because I'm going to do real estate. So I don't really give a shit about these cats, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and, um, yeah, I, I failed year 10 accounting and I, I, I hated it. I hated like any maths. I hated all that shit. Yeah. And so I did really kind of history, drama, yeah. uh, English, really, yeah, opposite to what I'm doing now. But, yeah. uh, it's weird because I finished school and then I kind of was got my nose in with a real estate agent. I started talking to him and within, I think I met with him two or three times. Within that time, I was like, this sounds like the shittest like, job. I yeah. do not want to be, this is not what I like, want to be Overtime doing. every night, yeah. Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. Yeah. It's not even that. I think it was just the, um, the, the shit they do. Like, it, yeah, it was just brutal. Like the, the, the kind of the way they have to bend over backwards to get sales just yeah sounded, it just didn't sound like, it would suit me, so yeah, I uh, I put that on ice. But uh, yeah, it's crazy to see people that were at high school where they were focused, and now they've just done something totally different. Like the really smart people that have just been like, yeah, fuck it, I just work in a bar. It's like, yeah, what really? Like you see, like you had, and they're they're happy. They're like, ha- that's the thing. And that's yeah, and and then you like you kind of get it. You're like, you know what? Like yeah, they're smart enough to know what will make them happy and what won't. And they, they just do that. And I'm like, fair enough. That's, yeah. yeah. I was talking to some dude, random dude. I'd never met him before, but um, he was at the movies, actually. I was seeing Thor Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, what do you do? And I, was, I just told him what I did. He was like, oh, man, that's so good. Like, like good on you. I was like, oh, what do you do? He's like, he's like oh, I'm, I'm just a bartender. And I was like, I was like, oh, like, nothing wrong with that. He's like, no, yeah. no, I love it. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, you know, why'd you say?" I was like, "You're not Justin anything. <laughs> yeah, You're like if you love it, yeah. like fucking embrace that shit. That's yeah, yeah. That's it's just wild because it's when I, where I thought I would land. If you'd said to me in year twelve, in ten years time, you're gonna have spent nine of those in finance, and yeah, I would just be like, no fuck, no fucking way. But I kind of um, I don't know. It was like I I had like a weird quarter life crisis in my twenties, I'm like, I should go to union study counting. And, yeah. and, and, and I just did that. And yeah, it was, it was, it's kind of weird the way things pan out, you know? Yeah. Even though like you clearly enjoy what you do, do you think, do you think the CFS like helps you get through that as well? Okay. So, cause it is a fairly sedentary role. Like mine is, y- mine is as well. I'm, yeah. I'm over it. I never say the name of my employer on this because I'm fucking <laughs> done but um just sitting down man just sitting down all day just does my head yeah so i i really think that if your jobs like a lot of people how do i say this without sounding like really um uh really anti-motivational a lot of people (laughs) don't like their job i think yeah yeah like not everyone you have to be very very lucky to love what you do yeah and have every single day going i fucking love this job i can't wait to get to work yeah like i i like i go to my job i enjoy it um but yeah i I wouldn't i wouldn't do it for free like i wouldn't yeah yeah like and and there's people that i know that love their job that much they would go oh yeah i'd work part-time and do full-time hours you know yeah but uh i think the whole thing is if you have something outside of work and and you're not doing nothing then everything's okay you know you can you can work a kind of okay job but if you've got other shit to look forward to then yeah you're yeah you can do whatever you can do whatever and still be happy yeah like and people i think one huge thing when i was in high school is they always talk about like do a job that makes you happy 
And if I did that, I'd be doing something very different. And I yeah. think I, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have been happy. I would have been happy doing it for about six months, and then I would have gone. This is not fun. I, I've like I've got drive, and I want to like progress. Yeah. If I like, for me, being happy would be working in like a doggy daycare all day. I'd be happy in that job. Yeah, yeah. But then I'd be like, well, what next? Like I, yeah. I, I want to do something. Yeah. Like um, I've got I've got something upstairs. Like I don't want to just yeah. play with dogs. All yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's. I think it's a total balance and I think you gotta have shit going on outside of your work that Absolutely. keeps you and that's where I think you can get lost if you do love what you do because when you come home do you have something that do you have something else that you go and do yeah. or are you just like I'm content with today so now I'm just gonna sit down until work tomorrow yes that's what I like I never really knew because I, I always had a side job when I was playing basketball yeah so I sort of which I didn't I didn't love I liked it it yeah. was fine yeah gave me some extra coin and so like you know I was a bartender I was like disability care yeah whatever, whatever was going at the time yeah you know? and um yeah like that stopped me from coming home and being like alright well I guess I'll just sit on the couch and eat and watch movies and play video games or whatever yeah. like I've got I've actually got something else I've got to go and do now yeah yeah and yeah, I, I think a lot of people do that. They, they work that a job and then they start to hate it. And then the whole life falls apart because the one, the one little thing they had yeah. is going to shit. And it's like, well, yeah. Hobbies, I think are much more important than your actual career. I a hundred percent agree. And yeah. I don't know why that's not pushed more than get a job you love in high school. Why don't they yeah. say, make sure you've got shit that you enjoy. Yeah. Um, maybe don't do, um, a hobby for a job because maybe you start to hate it. You yeah. Know? Like if you're, um, if you're doing something every day and you're having to do it for money, uh, maybe you won't like it anymore. So. And like you said, like with CFS, with basketball, yeah, with fucking everything, politics is involved. Yeah. At, at some point. Yeah. And that's that's not the enjoyable bit. Yeah. When it when it comes down to you know captaincy, new new contracts, um, you know. Uh, get voting in for your yeah. uh, rank in the yeah. in the squadron it's like like that shit's not the fun part yeah and you're if that's what your job is and you you actually love that thing and then the not fun part becomes more of a a part of it it's yeah. like fuck i actually don't like this as much as i thought i did yeah and that's huge yeah that's a huge problem yeah People don't tell you that in high school. No, they don't. And there's a lot of shit. Listen up, boys and girls. Yeah. Just listen to Welcome to the Party. A little bit of a uh, little gem from the uh, clumsy <laughs> jeweler there. That's uh, that, uh, honestly, I wish I could go back and find myself in high school and be like, "Hey, just five things, man. I just got to quickly tell you yeah. this because oh, it would change my life dramatically if I, um, yeah, knew a few things that I, yeah, if I knew them, what I know now. I so regularly when I'm sitting back, like kicking it with one of the boys, I'm always like. If I knew now what I knew when I was in high school, like, <laughs> what would you change? All right, so what would you change in the last ten years if you could go back, redo oh, it? What would you do? What would I change? Yeah, man, that is a that's a tough question. It's a tough question because I don't like I don't really think about like I would maybe change some conversations that I've had. That's it, really. Yeah, I'm a very like I like people to know what I think. Yeah. Um, if they've done me wrong, I don't want them to walk away thinking everything's cool. all good. Okay. And I think I've, I don't regret, I don't regret saying any of the stuff that I've <laughs> said, but I think I could have, I could have been, uh, softer. 
yeah on some people um but changing i don't know yeah yeah I really don't know. I don't know either. If I like, I often think because I kind of always kind of go back retrospectively and kind of go, all right, what, what, how did I get here, and 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 what were my other options, and what's my plan for the future? You know, how how do I yeah. take what I know and and plan for what I'm gonna do? If you change some things though, yeah, yeah would you, you know what you know? Well, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe it'd be in a totally different spot, but yeah, I, I don't know where I would, where I had opportunities to go somewhere else. I, yeah. I definitely know where there was options where I didn't want to go. Yeah. And if I followed them, I'm pretty sure I'd be unhappy. So yeah. I've kind of followed the path that's um, shying away from the shitty dead ends. Yeah. And it's and weird, I think that, it? I think people like us have to be lucky that we, we can probably look back and pinpoint where we were at a fork and we chose the right way. Yeah. And maybe the other way would have gave, gave us some instant gratification, but yeah. we chose like you know the long haul is better this way and yeah. we, we did that but there's some people that i since coming back to adelaide have seen that took that fucking other road <laughs> and i'm just i don't like to pity anybody man i don't like that yeah but i've i've felt that yeah 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 i uh yeah there's a girl in my year that uh actually i won't i won't say that that's a bit yeah. fucked up but I, I there's a girl in my year that um yeah, has had a pretty rough trot, and I I've, I feel seriously bad for her. Like yeah. she was such a nice girl in high school, and um, yeah, I just kind of I wonder what her steps were and what her pathway was that the choices she made to get her where she was. Cause yeah. that's, uh fuck. I was on um like reunions. I was listening to this comedian Anthony Jesselnik. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm a huge fan of him, so I like I listen to him all the time. Uh, like same shit over and over, and it's still funny to me. Yeah. But he. He said, like, oh, I just got back from my, like, 10th high school reunion. Um, the prom queen weighs 350 pounds and has five kids. Such a shame. <laughs> she, I just butchered it. I you butchered it. Like, Money said, maker Mitch, you can yeah. edit that out. We can start again and you can patch it up. <laughs> goes, I just got back from my, my prom, uh, my, my high school reunion. Yeah. The prom queen had uh she's fit she's 350 pounds and she has three kids such a shame she used to have five kids oh, <laughs> he's so not. dark man that is, he's that's like, bad all his jokes are like about like harming children oh, <laughs> like, no, that's, it's pretty it's pretty dark but yikes. it's so funny um i know we're running like into i don't know two hours or something but I don't know who's your who are you watching? What comedians are you watching at the moment on Netflix? Are there any good ones? Netflix. I need some oh, suggestions. I'm not watching any currently, but um, list of like if I can think of my top five on Netflix, uh, Bill Burr is my favorite. Yeah. Um, Anthony Jeselnik has one special. Yeah. On there, I think. Um, Chris D'Elia has two specials on there. I, I, I don't. You know I like his, tw- I love his tweets. I think they're so funny. Yeah. But he just doesn't transfer that to funny stuff. I, oh, okay. I'm so disappointing because I'm like, I, I read stuff and I'm like, that is, he's obviously a funny dude. I know he's written on a bunch of shows. Yeah. But his stand up, I just don't, I don't yeah. like his delivery. He just okay. doesn't hit it for me. Um, who else is on there? Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, he's he, okay. He works clean. Yes. And I can understand why some people don't like him when he. He does that. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it's so fucking funny. <laughs> he was on um, uh, comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry. Yes, Sanford. yes. And the whole time Jerry's like kind of 
Yeah. Having subtle digs at him, at his voice. It was yeah. like... I was kind of mean, you can't say that, but then it's like, of course you can. It's Jerry Seinfeld. Like, he's, yeah. he's a legend. Um, fuck. Uh, Mike Epps. I love Mike Epps. Eddie Murphy Raw. Yeah. Um, shit. I'm having trouble without having it in front of me, but yeah, those guys. Bill Burr's my absolute favourite. Um, I think uh, James, this guy called James Acaster, his comedy is just... Because I kind of... I can kind of cluster a lot of comedians and like, right, they, they kind of talk about this kind of stuff or this, yeah. this stuff. Yeah. This guy is... He's, he's like... He's um, British, but his stuff is so original and it just is like out of this world. I don't know if you know um, Noel Fielding. Uh, he's in the Marty Boosh. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, his stand-up is like bizarre. Like it yeah. is very obscure. Yeah. His is kind of dials that back a little okay. bit and it's 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 watchable for kind of a mainstream audience and I think yeah. he's probably going to be pretty huge yeah. eventually but he's he's got this um Netflix special out it's four parts and I've repeatedly watched them because oh, okay. it's I'll just have to have a look. It's, but it's one of those things where I think the comedy's so good because I think I've always thought comedians are good if they can say if they, and I'm not saying like they have to be clean but if they're clean like if they don't swear and they yeah. don't talk about like dirty shit you got to be pretty good because I think it's easy to get laughs out of oh, yeah. dirty stuff. And yeah. you can say like, you can say swear words to kind of add to the punchline yeah. and it's funny. But this guy just, his delivery and his jokes are just clean and he's just sharp. Like all these lines that he delivers are just, it's like he's acting the whole time and he okay. just delivers every single line like perfectly with the tone and expression. It's just, it's perfect. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's probably one of my favorite um, comedy, like stand up things, but um, I don't think it's for everyone, but I think I'll definitely have a squeeze. Have a squeeze. It's it's it's, yeah. It's bizarre. It's a hell of a ride, but it's uh, it's it's good. It's, yeah. it's good quality. I would. I Anthony Jasonik's not clean, and he's, he's just he's filthy. Very dark. And he, yeah. Also, oh, you've seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. And he just got. I, that's why I think sometimes if they're dirty, they can easily get a cheap joke. Yeah. Like, and and you can say something pretty like. Uh, ridiculously over the top yeah. and it's like fuck that's funny because it's over the top yeah. but it's not very it's not right. like really witty like yeah. it's not but he just leads you he leads you in one direction yeah. <laughs> and then switches and then he switches yeah. it back so he there's one joke where he says um oh how's it go he says oh my girlfriend said that the neighbor was like perving on her or something and I was like you're crazy I I really like our neighbor. He's a cool guy. Not like our creepy other neighbor. <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's like, oh, like, I don't know if he's about to call this creepy dude cool. Yeah. Or if his girlfriend's crazy, but he's just like, there is a fucking creep. And then he says like, that is a very important joke. And he like, he like pats himself on the back and he's like, pause this. Uh, call someone you love. Tell them that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then apologize that you don't have my time. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've I've seen heaps of um, a Jesuit on like those Comedy Central roasts. Yes. And every time I've seen him, I've just been like, because the jokes there are same again, obvious, yeah. over the top, ridiculous. Yeah. They're funny, but they're like pretty low effort. Yeah. Um, I've only I've I've seen him mainly on that. And oh yeah, I'm not really into roasts. I don't yeah I don't dig him either. Yeah. Like there's there's some funny things, but the um. I think the only one I've seen that was successful was Trump's. Yeah. Like they roasted him 
and he's getting all this shit and he's sitting there and I'm, I'm sure he's used to getting shat on but he's sitting there getting shat on for an hour and a half and he's got a lot of shit you know that they can bring up and then at the end he's like well thanks guys that was really funny uh, I'm running for president like please vote for me and just like it's like he just pushed it aside and yeah. was like fuck you guys I've just sat through that because I just want to do my little bit here at the yeah. end and it was like Wow, he didn't even he didn't even flinch at any of those yeah. jokes. He was like, "Whatever, I've had worse." So Justin Bieber's was actually pretty good. Yeah, um, but I just I had trouble watching it for free, and so I got a real low quality one. Yeah, it was really yeah. hard for me to watch. Yeah, but um, before we go, have you got some poor posture for the <laughs> Yeah, is this way? Do you have a song for poor posture? Do you intro this, or is this just you just say poor yeah posture. money uh, money making money bitch. bitch. <laughs> Hit us with that <laughs> Poor Posture of the Week theme song. <laughs> poor Posture of the Week. Do you, uh, do you need it pulled up or do you, do you have it on? Uh, okay, so I can pretty much remember it. There was a guy, I think he was in maybe Tassie, and he's, um, he's basically murdered or beaten six of these uh, penguins. Yes. Yeah, that's right. He's, a, yeah. he's, he's basically murdered these six penguins. And there's a big... We're going to name him Joshua Lee Jeffrey. Look it up because the photo of him, that's pretty much all the explanation you need because he's walking out of court, he's got a duzzer in his mouth, he's got those... He's Speed got, dealer yes. sunnies, <laughs> flat brim hat. Yeah, and he, and he just looks like, just, yeah, he looks like, yeah, whatever. And so he's killed these six penguins and he's got such a light sentence and everyone was, it was kind of an uproar. I think he got 48 hours of community service or something. And it was yeah. like, that is, that is insane. I mean, because obviously in courts they have... No, it was obscure. It was an obscure 49 hours of community 49 service. hours. Yes. That's not even like two weeks or something <laughs> full time. It's just, might not make it 50, you know, do 10 hours or five. I don't know. It just anyway, doesn't make sense. It's weird. And I, like, it's just pissed me off because there's obviously ranges of... Penalty. So I think the biggest penalty for animal cruelty is like thirty-one grand fine plus all this other stuff. But this guy basically just does two weeks of fucking work, up. and he's done. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. Like I don't know, it it's poor posture. That's all I got to say. It's, that it's is just, poor posture. It's poor posture. Um, what's his name? Fucking Jeffrey. Something Jeffrey. Yeah. You you look like a number six, <laughs> Joshua Lee Jeffrey. <laughs> You're all bent out of shape. You look like a candy cane. Um, you got 49 hours. You should have got 49 years. Locked up with a big man named named the Penguin from Batman. Fucking you with his nose. Oh, jeez. I love the wrap-up you give. That is just, like, brutal. Um, I don't like him. And we're putting you on Instagram. Uh, Joshua Lee Jeffrey. I love animals. And what do you kill him with? Do we know? A stick. It's it's insane. What's like, wrong with people? It's it's bizarre because he, like, people um, do some fucked up things, but penguins is such an odd thing. Like you see people that beat only in dogs, with, but yeah, it's just bizarre. Penguins. It's just a really weird. Like you've obviously got to go somewhere pretty weird to find penguins. Yeah. So you've obviously got the intent to. It's just weird. Weird guy. 40, yeah, 49 years should have got. <laughs> yes. Poor posture. 49. 6 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before you go, yeah. got an all new segment. Oh shit, what's this? Um, It's called Sourced Unsourced. Oh shit, okay. Five questions. <laughs> Fuck, alright. If you get 
It's just like true or false. Are these... Sourced, unsourced. Okay. If you get three out of the five right, I will donate $50 to the charity of your choice. <laughs> uh, likely the CFS. <laughs> um, Shit, all right. So this are... is... I'm assuming this is... You're going to hit me with one thing that's true, one thing that's false type stuff. No. One, no. one statement. Yeah. And you just got to say if it's sourced, sourced or unsourced. And how do... Wait... So whether it's made up by you or whether it's actually a real thing, is that right? What I say okay. is going to either be true or false. <laughs> okay. If you think it's true, you say source. Source or unsourced. If you think okay. it's false, you say unsourced. All right, that took me way longer to fucking get my head around, but we're, we're good. It's all okay. Right. It's source, unsourced. It's true or false. That's all it is. <laughs> true or false. All right. All right. They are going to be arbitrary questions, nothing to do with anything we've talked about tonight. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Are you ready? Yeah. Money making Mitch, insert the drone. As far as has ever been reported, no one has ever seen an ostrich bury its head in the sand. <laughs> well, the saying's gonna come from somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna say that's, uh, it's gonna be unsourced. Source. Source, what? Source. <laughs> <laughs> One to clay, right. zero to the dump truck, <laughs> because he dumps loads of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> the clumsy jeweler is up. Number two. Approximately one quarter of human bones are in the feet. One quarter. One quarter. That's going to be unsourced, because I reckon your hand has a shitload of them. Your feet, I don't think, has... As many as the hand. According to oh, don't f- readymadepubquiz.com. <laughs> That's a bullshit source. <laughs> <laughs> this is sourced. 52 bones in the feet and 206 in the whole body. <laughs> I don't like your sources. This is bullshit. <laughs> you, uh, you have to get the next, okay, three, the next right three right for CFS to get 50 bucks, Fuck. which is one slab of furfies <laughs> for the boys after a tough job. <laughs> All right. Okay. Popeye's nephews from the uh, classic cartoon Popeye yep. were called, his nephews were called, Peepie, Poopie, Pippie, and Popeye. I, that's, a, that's a weird... I, I'm trying to imagine you making this shit up and I just can't <laughs> imagine you making that up. Like, I, I think it's just... I'm going to say it's unsourced. Sourced? <laughs> You're fucking it's kidding. It's sourced. Over three. That's bullshit. Um, I don't know if we need to go through the... I think we're questions. fucking done. That's, uh, yeah, that's that's it. Well, you've saved uh, Welcome to Potty 50 Bucks. <laughs> um, thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, man. Um, and yeah, no, I think it's admirable, the uh, CFS thing, especially, I already did, but like, especially now, like I said before, getting my head around it, uh, it's, it's, it's actually crazy to me that you do the essentially exact same job as people that get paid for it, but you do it for free. Bung so. bung, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> bung bung! <laughs> um, yeah. So thanks for coming. Cool, man. Have a again sometime. Cool. <laughs>
love that kid who got much props for killing corrupt cops with motherfucking buck shots. So don't step to this, cause I got a live crew. You might be kinda big, but they make coffee show size too. I was taught wise, I'm known to extort guys. The St. Cali, it's Harlem, nigga, we do walk wise. No one I told you you were gonna like that one. He even, he even came prepared with some, uh, some poor posture. But what we didn't talk about was listen. To this fuck shit. Hit it, money making Mitch. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Now, we all know it's summer in America, not over here. It's friggin' winter. It's very clearly winter. It's freezing as fuck. It's hard to get out of bed in the morning and go to my stupid job. Um, now, in America, it's warm. You know, bodies out there uh, drinking beers, drinking Ronis, drinking margaritas, all that shit, all that good shit, all that fly shit, you know? A bear who uh, apparently got jealous, couldn't bear the heat any longer and jumped into a fucking unheated hot tub in California at someone's house. Okay? Um, now, now, what, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do then? Just, just look at, just wait for the motherfucker? Um, but that's not all. The dude got out of the tub, the dude, the bear, got out of the tub, walked over to, um, a margarita that was sitting out in the backyard and knocked it over and started licking up the margarita. The bear got lit. He got lit. That is some fuck shit. Now, biggest penis in the world found in Australia. Um... Someone sent it to us and of course I opened it up because I thought someone got a picture of my slab. But... <laughs> no, but someone has actually... Um, dro drawn a penis um, skeeting uh, in a dry lake bed in Victoria. It can be seen from space. It can be seen from space. People think... People think it's photoshopping, but, um, yeah, it's real. Um, so yeah, no one got, no one got a picture of my slab. Um, thank God we don't need them rolling around. So ladies, if you're asking for DPs, I'm not sending them. I'm not sending them because cats thought they got caught out, but luckily it was just a drawing of a cock and balls in a dry lake bed. Biggest penis ever found in Australia. Now, there's, man, there's news on news. Everybody's sending in all this shit. Listen to this fuck shit. Um, heading, headline, dumbass blows up his foot trying to, t to make upskirt videos with a shoe camera. Ah, oh, you fuck. Um, so... He's, he's, he's developed a shoe camera, obviously, to take upskirt photos, um, like a dirty little, uh, peeping Tom. 
you see. And he's... His battery in his shoe camera malfunctioned and exploded. And he turned himself in to the police afterwards. What a fucking clown. That's almost poor posture, but... Um, we'll leave poor posture in uh, the Samuel Hackendorf segment, and we'll just take we'll just take this fucking clown here and uh, uh, listen to this fuck shit. I just don't understand. There's we you got a shoe camera, so you're using technology to capture your own video, bro. Google.com or no www.pornhub.com. Uh, upskirt. I'm sure that's a fucking category anything you want bro you don't need to go film the shit off your toes and get shaky bullshit footage what's wrong with you son speaking of Pornhub, this is still more fuck shit they've added closed caption videos well no closed captions to all videos for viewers with hearing loss now i don't i don't know what it is like to be deaf but is the dialogue is the dialogue really what we're looking for in uh, pornos, or are we looking? Are we just looking for some um, tits and twats? Whoa, that was a bit of a wild uh, thing to say. But yeah, I just think that's um that's a strange move by Pornhub, and it's even stranger for the cats that uh yeah um. That dialogue in pornos is floating their boat because, uh, typically, um, typically, it's terrible acting, terrible dialogue, and it's like, you know, the the age old classic "I have come to clean the pool" means like I've come to eat that ass or whatever, you know, like hey, did um, did someone here order a pizza, and the bitch is like, um, no, I don't eat pizza. I'm gluten free. But do you want to come in and fuck me? Do you know what I mean? And so what? You're gonna you're gonna read that on closed captions and think that shit's dope. That shit's not dope, bro. Speaking of not dope, moneymaker Mitch, take us to Clay's reviews. Comedy action or horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. I watched three movies this week, and because my segue was speaking of not dope, I'm going to tell you about the shittiest one first. The Wayans Brothers are usually pretty, pretty solid. Like, you know, their shit's mad corny, but it's usually pretty funny. But this one... I don't think I laughed at. I wasn't sure what I was watching. I, I, yeah, I didn't enjoy it, but I love movies. So I sit through it. I watch it to the end just so I can give you cats the review. I could have, you know, I could have turned it off and said, oh, I couldn't even watch this. Like, don't even bother or whatever. But, um, Man, this shit, this shit sucked, bro. It wasn't funny. The I know the acting's not supposed to be like, like you know, dope, but it just, man, it just was ugly. I forgot what the girl's name is in it, 
Um, but Marlon Wayans, like, like really was on some shit where like he thought he was super sexy. This movie is Fifty Shades of Black. And I know it was supposed to be funny, but he like really like believed that he was super sexy in it. And it just like kind of bothered me that, that he was thinking like that, but that's all right. That's all right. The movie sucked. The jokes were whack. Um, I could barely, I could barely concentrate on it. Cause I was just so disappointed. Like I couldn't, the jokes weren't funny, bro. And the stereotypes were a bit too heavy. Like Shorty from Scary Movie is a stereotype, but that shit was mad funny. Don't drink your juice. No, don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Like that stereotype shit is funny, but Fifty Shades of Grey isn't like a racially charged movie. Like I don't, I don't understand why they tried to just make a black version of it. I mean, I, everybody knows that I wrote Paranormal Blacktivity that basically was a haunted house by those guys. I get it. You can make anything... You can make the black version of anything. But this movie was just terrible. I don't know what else to say. It was shit. Three out of three out of ten. Three out of ten for 50, 50 Shades of Black. Um... Now, got a Netflix movie for you. It's a documentary. It is called The Carter Effect. It's a documentary about uh, Vince Carter. Um, but the thing I loved about it was that just the angle, the point of view that they that they decided to go with. It wasn't just like, oh, Vince born in... Uh, born in... I don't know where he was born, but let's just say like born in Daytona, Florida, Vince, Vincent Carter that was born with a basketball in his hand. As soon as he could walk, he'd be walking around the house, shooting paper into trash cans. And everybody knew that he was going to be an NBA superstar. Cut to his mom. And I just knew that when he was going to grow up, he was just going to, he was, you know, he, he was going to be dunking on. And I don't know why, um, his mom ended up being like a hillbilly voice, but that's just not how it went. This shit just started. It started with him in high school, like doing ill dunks in the all American dunk contest, going to North Carolina. They didn't even really cover college. He, and he went to, he went. He got traded. He got uh, drafted by Golden State Warriors. Traded to um, Toronto Raptors for Antoine Jamison, and um, then it turned into like the effect that Carter had on the game, the Carter effect, and it was dope. It w- there was more to it than basketball. There was entrepreneurial shit, sneakers, clothing, branding, uh, commercials, uh, nightclubs hip-hop just the culture and the effect that vince carter had on everything and that was dope that was really dope it was different different um perspective uh for a documentary in sports and it was really fun to watch i recommend it and the carter effect i'll give that a seven out of ten and the next one i watched was called fracture i think it's pretty old 
because Ryan Gosling's in it. He looked young then, a motherfucker. But uh, it's a thriller. It's not scary. Rachel thinks thriller means horror. That's not the case. It's like a mystery um, and all this. It was dope. Ryan Gosling was good in it. And Sir Anthony Hopkins was just as good, probably better. He is a vet. Uh, he's great in everything he does. And he was great in this. I don't want to talk too much about it because it is mystery, but it kept me thinking the whole time. Um, good shots, good, um, good choices by the actors and, um, yeah, man, a bit of, bit of humor. Uh, I chuckled a few times, uh, and I, you know, I was, I was, uh, you know, on the side of the, uh, protagonist for the entire time, which is good. You don't want to be against a protagonist and you don't want to be for the antagonist unless it's a movie like. Scarface, where the antagonist is the protagonist. Do you understand? Right. Uh, so, Fracture? She. 7.5. Not quite up there to the 8, but 7.5. Yeah. Man. Um, when you hear this, it will be hump day. So happy hump day to everybody. That means that I have got three days left of work um, or I'm probably in the middle of my day. Once this, man, once hump day is over, I've got two more days left of my job. And um, hey, we've had a couple of interviews now. We've got some shit in the pipeline. So uh, I'll keep you guys posted, but I'm excited to uh, remove myself from my current situation and... Uh, and uh, start a new chapter, you know, you know how all that shit goes. But um, yeah, man, happy hump day. Thanks again for listening. Uh, I know this episode is long as fuck and you might not even be listening by now, but um, yeah, thanks again and be safe. Happy hump day. Bang, bang. Welcome to